Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. I think we see the numbers. We hear about them. Everybody's always concerned. Will I be the one person that gets Alzheimer's or or have to deal with dementia as I age? And I came across an article uh, from somebody and about somebody who is a nutritional psychiatrist. And I got to tell you, I had not heard of that term before. Dr. Uma Naidu is a nutritional psychiatrist, brain expert, and faculty member at Harvard Medical School, and she is also the Director of Nutritional and Lifestyle Psychiatry at Massachusetts Massachusetts General Hospital. What exactly is a nutritional psychiatrist, doctor? Thanks for uh, inviting me. Nutritional psychiatry is really the use of healthy whole foods and nutrients based on the scientific evidence that will help our mental well-being. And as a nutritional psychiatrist, I'm really uh, on the forefront of bringing this movement forward, the food is medicine movement, but in mental health in the U.S. and worldwide, really because I feel like one of the missing tools in our toolkit is that we're not paying attention to how we're eating in terms of our brain health. And I think not many people do. I mean, we all associate with our physical well-being based on what we eat, but it seems to be in, well, I don't know, maybe not in your field, obviously, but I haven't heard people talk about what we eat affecting our brain health before. This is correct. I mean, most people think about uh, how we eat in terms of our waistline, the number on the scale, um, and we, we, we're kind of ignoring our brain health, yet we are worried about our cognition. We are worried about conditions like dementia, and we're also concerned about our, our longevity. And more diseases than not are actually impacted by how we eat, yet we're kind of missing the boat on that one. So, uh, you know, I, it's not just mental health, but it's, it's the focus that I work, uh, that I work on. So um, what we eat could have, could have an impact on whether we develop dementia or Alzheimer's? It, you know, food doesn't directly impact the onset of Alzheimer's uh, because they're, it's multifactorial. But what I can say is how you eat throughout your life can actually reduce neuroinflammation, which is one of the things that impacts Alzheimer's. So if you are eating healthy, you will delay any onset. You will live a healthier life for longer because you are fending off this neuroinflammation, which is basically inflammation in the brain cells. Um, there's also this connection with our gut, Lisa, because there's the gut-brain connection, which is also newer science on the microbiome. That's important too. So we can definitely reduce inflammation by how we eat and how we live our lives. Dr. Uma Naidu is a nutritional psychiatrist, brain expert, and faculty member at Harvard Medical School. So you have the information. This is what you study. What do you eat? What do you consume? We want to do what you do. <laughs> uh, so I, I wrote this article uh, that appeared on CNBC today. And so a lot of the details, I'm just sharing that with your audience, because they'll find a lot of the details there. I know this is a short segment, but I I really lean into plant-rich foods, and the reason for this is they contain those B vitamins like 
vitamin B9 folate, they contain so many nutrients. So whether it's leafy greens, colorful vegetables, they are rich in fiber. They are rich in biodiversity, which actually helps our gut microbes. They are rich in, you know, vitamin B2. Um, Pretty much the B vitamins are one of the most important vitamin groups for our brain. And they are found in different foods. So I include them as much as I can in my daily diet, whether it's, you know, adding things like legumes, um, yogurt, which is also rich in vitamin B2 and B12, but also has probiotics in it. Legumes like chickpeas or black beans have vitamin B1, B2, B3, B5, and B6 but also B9. So that's a good one. Legumes is a great category. I almost I eat legumes every day. Sunflower seeds, I add them on top of salads. And, the you know, they contain vitamin B5, and you can get about 20% of your recommended value uh, that you need every day just from one ounce of sunflower seeds. And so, so what, in, quality, in, yeah. in, sorry to interrupt, but in comparison to the rest of the world, do we see higher rates in this country of dementia or Alzheimer's based on what we're um, eating? Because we seem to not eat as well as some other countries. Well, I, I think that the, the worldwide rates of Alzheimer's are, are pretty high. So I, I don't think it's just the U.S. I, what I will say is that we are not the best eaters in the U.S. based on, you know, so much that we, uh, based on the fact that we, we, we eat pretty much what we call the standard, the standard American diet, which is the Western diet. And I think that anyone, any one of us can improve. Uh, so I think that that's where we should start versus, rest of the world uh, because we have, you know, an estimated 6 million Americans today live with Alzheimer's. Uh, You know, Alzheimer's begins to develop in the brain 20 to 30 years before the diagnosis. Two-thirds are usually women. Um, You know, so uh, after the age of 60, a woman has a one in five chance of developing Alzheimer's. So there are a lot of cases here. Um, And, you know, I think that the argument can be made that if we are trying to eat healthier, we are definitely making a better effort towards our brain health. And we, we should not be thinking about our brain health as, as something for older people. Only everyone should be eating better for their brain health because it does, in fact, in, impact that inflammation that I mentioned, which is so key to conditions even like depression, anxiety, cognitive disorders, and more. I have so um, many questions for you. Is there any chance that you would come back and join us again? Because um, if we're talking about it affecting one in five women over the age of 60, that impacts a lot of people in our audience. And I'd, I'd love yeah. for people to get involved and have a conversation with you. I'd, I'd love to come back.